folkers, what's going on? It's me, it's Sean B. This episode of the SBP is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. That's right. Spotify for Podcasters. They're very powerful tools for beginners, pros, and everything in between. All in one spot and it's all completely free. You can be podcasting very simply by um, by downloading the thing from uh, po- podcasters.spotify.com, formerly anchor.fm. Uh, it's a super easy way to do a podcast. They upload it to all podcast platforms for free. No money out of your pocket. Uh, you can have fan engagement. You can get analytics. They even have uh, a video episodes are available. And, you know, and you can make money from, you know, from your podcasting through advertising or fan do- uh, uh, fan donation. Uh, you can actually have an income from your podcast. How about that? Um, go to podcasters.spotify.com and start podcasting today. Hey, hey. Also, the Shaw Boyles podcast is also brought to you by the Music Depot, downtown Hayward, California, 944 B Street in the lovely Haystack. Uh, Schechter guitars, Ibanez guitars. Uh, Shure microphones, orange amps, uh, lessons for guitar, drums, bass, piano, um, all your music store needs right there in downtown Hayward. Go see my man Pete. Also, the Music Depot is the sponsor of the Boyles Bistro Blowout. Oh yeah, that whole thing. Speaking of Boyles Bistro Blowout, we got one coming up this week. Uh, I got dates Tomorrow night I'll be doing comedy At Tommy T's in Pleasanton, California Uh, Headliner is Rick James Not that Rick James But a different one Um, And uh, we'll be doing comedy At Tommy T's I haven't been at Tommy T's in a minute Doing comedy So I'm glad to get back in there Uh, The Boyles Bistro Blowout The next night uh, June 1st Headliner was Mean Dave, and Mean Dave had to back out because he's a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> uh, Frankie Marcos is taking his spot. Uh, One time San Jose comic has now moved to Los Angeles and is now, uh, he's up here for whatever fucking reason he's up here. His family's up here still, so. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Thursday. Uh, next week. Uh, I guess that's next next week or the week after. Uh, June 15th, I'll be doing comedy at Murphy's Law in Sunnyvale, California. Yeah. And then uh, the uh, July Boyles Bistro blowout with Ellis Rodriguez headlining. That'll be July 6th. Uh, Zed will be playing Bottom of the Hills uh, July 21st in San Francisco. Uh, Hazards will be on the radio. How about that? Hazards on the radio coming up uh, in September. September 13th, Hazards will be on KZSU. Uh, That's Stanford Radio. We'll be doing a thing. And then, of course, September 30th, Zed at the SoCal Heavy Jam at the Full Circle Saloon in San Diego. And as always... 
music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not owned, copywritten, or licensed by Sean Boyles or the Sean Boyles podcast. So don't try to sue me for music that you've heard on here because it ain't going to do you any good because I don't have any money anyway. And you can't get, you know, you can't get blood out of a turnip. And by blood, I mean money. And turnip, I mean my fat ass. All right. That is your disclaimer so I don't get sued. Lick my balls. Let's do a podcast. Music. Ah, son of a bitch. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life. Burrito, burrito, burrito. Hey, what's up, fuckers? It's like I, like I, 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 <laughs> I was waiting for somebody else to start talking. <laughs> oh my god, am I that tired? Am I that worn out? Am I that uh, wrung out that um, I couldn't fucking put it, get it together to start speaking on my own show? God damn it! <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Welcome to the Sean Boyles Podcast. We are episode number 190, Trey, I think. Uh, what's crack a lagging? Yes, your boy's tired. Worked. I've been grinding. I've been grinding. Some back-to-back shows. We'll get into all that. We'll recap everything I got going on. Um, but yeah, it is late Tuesday night. In fact, it is midnight I guess officially Monday morning or uh, Wednesday morning as I'm recording this. I'm going to record this real quick. Get the fuck out and go to sleep. I've been trying so hard to get to sleep at a decent hour every night. Ultimately, so I have an alarm set on my phone. I got an alarm to go off um, at 10 to tell me to go to bed. Ultimately, I would love to go to bed at 10 o'clock. However, most nights, if I have a show or if I got a rehearsal, I'm not even home at 10 o'clock. I'm not even getting home till later. And then I get home, and I could, I could easily, as soon as I get home, drop everything I have, change my clothes, crawl into bed, and fall asleep immediately. But I don't. For whatever dumb fuck reason, I find myself getting distracted by scrolling through social media or having some wild thought about, oh, I wonder what, uh, I wonder what that is. And, you know, and looking up some fact about something or, you know, that guy talked about that on that, on that podcast. Who the fuck is that? What is that? I was listening to a podcast earlier today. And they were talking to a guy from some band I never heard of before. And I was like, oh, what is that band? You know, and like, I I haven't looked it up yet, but I'm going to. Hopefully I don't do it tonight before I try to go to sleep, but I might. And then I'll be up for another fucking hour. Because, of course, you look up one thing and then three more things pop up. And you got to look up those fucking things to understand what the fuck's going on. It's an endless cycle, and the internet is keeping you in there and keeping their claws in you in a 
in in some sort of needing you to so they can suck your this is fucking they get so they get you in the algorithms yo they get you in them algorithms dude it's all Al Gore's fault the algorithm has got you all fucked up that's what it's all about is the algorithm Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> fucking moron. Let's try to, um, sift through the week, uh, last week. Uh, so let's see, Wednesday, well, Tuesday night, I got the podcast done, right? You start listening to it or whatever. Wednesday, I had a rehearsal with Zed. Um, we didn't have a full squad. I think Mark uh, could not make it, so we just had two guitars and the drums and trying to work some stuff out, trying to write some new songs, trying to get things happening. I had an idea that seemed like it would work. So that was nice. Um, the next night, Thursday, I had myself uh, a last uh, another rehearsal with Hazards. To get ready for our show that we had Saturday night. And we'll get to that very soon. Friday night. I had a show. I was going to tell some jokes. Do some comedy. Out in Rancho Cordova. Now Rancho Cordova. Is a good hour and a half drive from the Bay Area. With no traffic. It's Friday night. It's Friday evening. Guess what? There's way more fucking traffic on Friday night than there is any other night of the week. So, the plan was, um, shout out to Holly Shaw, comic here in the Bay Area. Uh, Holly had asked, uh, Holly got booked on the show, and she asked the guy doing the show, hey, can I bring somebody with me? Can somebody I bring with get a guest set? And she ends up bringing two people with her. Her, uh, her, her, her friend. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name, and I feel terrible because she was actually pretty funny and really cool chick. Ange, 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 and I can't think of her last name. I just met her, and then me, and she asked me to go, so she didn't want to drive up there by herself. So asked the promoter if she can bring some people. Thus, I'm booked at a show. Now, we were all going to meet somewhere, and we were all going to go in one car. Holly was going to drive us all up there. However, Holly had expressed some concern because she had, uh, the previous weekend, picked up her son from Sacramento and brought him down to Oakland, where she lives, with a dog. Well, be it that she was going up to Rancho Cordova right next to Sacramento, she thought it would be a good idea to take her son back and take the dog back as well. However, could not fit everybody in the car, son, dog, and two comics, plus herself driving up Sacramento. Because I'm such a nice fucking guy, I say, well, I if... If if I got to, I will drive myself. It's fine. Then she asks if I can pick her son up 
at her house with the dog, bring her and the dog to her work, where we were all going to meet and leave from, in Emeryville. I would drop her son off and the dog with them. They could go in her car, and then I would still drive myself up there. So that's what we did. That's what happened. That was the plan. I was the nice guy to help out. The son was nice. The dog was great. And um, and we kind of drove up to Rancho Cordova more or less together, but in separate cars. I'm driving myself, and they're having a good old time driving themselves in their car, in, in Holly's car, and I'm driving by myself in my van, lonely, driving my van. Listening to fucking butt rock. <laughs> I was trying to get myself hyped for the show so I could be in a good mood and get up there and tell some jokes. We were at the, um, oh shit, what was the name of the place? Um, what was the name of that place? Uh, Fort Rock Brewing in Rancho Cordova in the same facility that, uh, Tommy T's Rancho Cordova. Uh, so Tommy T had a had a place in Rancho Cordova. Uh, I think they lost it during the height of the pandemic. I believe it is now. Uh, I think the space where Tommy T's was was now a old spaghetti factory. And I've always thought it weird the old spaghetti factory. Like, why are you making us old spaghetti? Can you just make some new spaghetti, please? I don't want old spaghetti. I just don't understand their whole concept. Anyway, uh, so right next to that place uh, where Tommy T's used to be and is now Old Spaghetti Factory, there is a brewery, and that's where the comedy show was, but it's a brewery. So it's big open space, super high ceilings, very echoey, lots of distractions for people in a brewery. There's dartboards, there's, you know, there's the bar, there's things to do. TVs everywhere. Shout out to Ben Rice, producer of the show. He does his host set. Nobody's paying attention. Ange goes up, does her does the first is the first comic on the bill. Nobody pays attention. She got some laughs for the, from the few people that were paying attention. And then I go up. Captain Loudmouth yelling and screaming my dick jokes at people. Definitely got everybody's attention. In fact, um, got to a point where everyone in the brewery were paying attention, where it was quiet, and that was great. So that made it easier for Holly and her set, and then the headliner. Um, oh, Regina. Was it Regina Givens was her name? No, that's not. That's a somebody else, isn't it? I'm so terrible at remembering people's names. Sacramento comic, though. She was super funny. Um, Anyway, had a decent set. I think I got... I did, no, I, did, I had a good set. I had a good set. I got some laughs. Got everybody paying attention, that's for sure. But again, just because of my volume, I was able to uh, remind everybody that there was a comedy show going on in this fucking brewery, goddammit. So that was great. Um, 
Ben Rice had suggested a uh, getting tacos at this place that's a pop-up. I guess he said every uh, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, this place does a little pop-up thing in between these two buildings uh, next to an auto zone and a fucking... Look like they were set up in front of a... Um, like a transmission shop or like a garage auto auto shop type of place and uh slanging fucking tacos uh ben had said that it was the best tacos ever and i said calm down ben calm down we're in sacramento area he's all the best tacos ever i go i go to san jose three times a week okay holly lives in east oakland all right we're from the bay area do not claim that these are the best tacos ever. Okay? Calm your fucking tits. All right? I will be the judge of best tacos. Pretty goddamn good tacos, I got to say. Pretty goddamn good tacos. I wish I knew the name of the pop-up, but it was on um it was on Folsom Street. Uh Folsom near Folsom uh and Ziffendale. But not quite at the corner. It was a little, um, little east of of uh, east of Zeffendale. But uh, fucking pretty goddamn good tacos, I have to say. Thank you, Holly, for buying me tacos. She bought us tacos because uh, of driving all the way up there. Anyway, so uh, that was fine. That was well and good. Had a good show. Uh, didn't get back super late. All the, well, I got back by 11.30, so it wasn't too bad. However, right as I was leaving the taco place, I get a call from a good friend of mine, my uh, oldest friend, Mr. Uh, Mister Mark Ford. And Mark Ford said, hey, where are you at? We're in Castro Valley. Come on down. I said, well, first of all, where are you at? He said, we're at the Doolittle. I said, okay, well, I'm in Rancho Cordova. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I go, give me an hour and a half, I'll be there. You think you'll still be there? He's like, oh, no, dude, we'll be long gone. I said, okay. Well, if I see you, I see you. If not, I hope you're well. I'll talk to you soon. I boogie on down, get back home, drive straight to the Doolittle, Walk in, Mr. Ford and uh, our other friend, uh, Jeff Hagenson, are there. They are there, hanging out, having some drinks. I joined their two-man party. I, I didn't even ask if anybody else was there earlier. I, I would assume some other folks were there. And they were both super surprised at uh, how quickly I got there. They said I, I made good time. I said, I don't think you realize how long it's been since we've talked. And they like, oh shit, it's been an hour and a half, <laughs> you know. So uh, bullshit with these guys for another hour or so. Um, so it's about about mm, like I said, it was um, yeah, it was about eleven thirty when I got back to the Bay Area. Um, when I got to the Doolittle, so uh, that was uh, that was good. Yeah, because it was about ten by the time I left the taco place. It all worked out. It was great. It's fine. Hung out with those guys for about an hour or so, maybe an hour and a half. Was home by 
one and went to sleep. Woke up the next day, go to work. First thing I do, this is Saturday morning. Now, mind you, I have a show Saturday night. All I'm thinking about, oh, that's going to be great. I'm going to have a show, get to play some drums, hazards, fucking, we're going to bang out a 15-minute set. It's first time Willis is doing the vocals and playing bass at the same time. We're going to work out the kinks of that. It's going to be great. I am. Uh, I got my razor knife out, and I'm trying to clean something off. I'm trying to scrape some paint off of, off of a thing. I slip with the razor knife, and I put it right into my left hand. Yeesh! As I pull the blade out of my left hand, I pull it back quickly, and I catch my thumb on the way out. I'm bleeding everywhere. It is a bloody gore mess. It's gushing. I should have like I'm the first thing it's it's just bleeding everywhere. Okay. I happened to there was a rag right there. I grab the rag, I shove it in my hand, and then I wrap my hand into my shirt, and then I head to the van to get more rags, hopefully and try to figure out some way to keep this thing from bleeding. And um, I don't know, maybe I could tape it up and get it to stop bleeding enough that I can continue working. I got a lot of shit I want to try to get done that day. Of course, as soon as I stab my hand and I see it bleeding everywhere, the first thing I think of is, oh shit, am I going to be able to play tonight? Easily the first thought that ran through my mind. I'm like, fuck, I got a gig tonight. How am I going to be able to play? I'm looking where the cut is on my hand, and it's about a half a centimeter away from where the stick sits in my hand when I'm playing. I'm like, I'm going to fucking, there's no way, right? I'm going to fucking bleed everywhere. I... Continue working. I'm spraying. I find a glove in the van. I put the glove on. I got a I got a rag wrapped around my hand. I got tape holding the rag on, and then I shove it in a glove. The homeowner showed up about an hour or two after that. I said, hey, man, I cut the shit out of my hand. Do you have, like, any sort of, like, bandage or some fucking glue? Do you got any crazy glue? And he says, well, I might have some second skin. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really do it. I need some fucking crazy glue. So we do the second skin shit. It kind of, not really doing it. But he's got a nice big bandage. I'm able to put that on there. It stuck really well. Um, I, I, again, wrap some tape around that and then shove it in a glove. Continue the rest of the day. I have no worries, no problems. I get off of work. I go to Walgreens right away. Grab a bunch of bandages. Grab some fucking glue. Actually, I end up grabbing some fucking more second skin, which I don't know why I grabbed it, because the shit I used that the customer had didn't fucking work either. But this stuff had a little brush. I thought maybe the brush, I could brush it on. It'll be a little better. The shit don't work when it's gushing. 
It's just the the blood just fucking pushing it out. I could not get this fucking gash to stop bleeding. I should have went and got stitches. That's what I should have done because it was that it's that gnarly of a cut. I should have got stitches, but your boy ain't got insurance, so it would have had to have been an urgent care deal. And you pay out the fucking ass. And I wasn't trying to do that. So. I'm. um. Anyway. I'm at home. I get it all cleaned up. I get it to kind of just stop enough that I can get another bandage on it and clean it all out and and wrap it up. I put a fucking. Um, you know, I got a really good bandage on there. It's sticking well. I'm thinking, well, if it, you know, if the stick hits it, at least it's in a bandage and maybe it won't be that big of a deal. <laughs> Boy, could I have not been any more wrong. I get to the gig. We're waiting to go on. Uh, it's our time to start moving gear. I start moving gear. I start setting up. I start sweating. My hand starts getting sweaty. The bandage starts coming off. We haven't even started playing yet. As soon as I start playing, it starts bleeding. I can't hold on to the sticks. The stick is slipping out of my hand. I can't do any fucking, you know. Hazard's got some fucking fast fucking punk beats. I can't fucking do any fills. I can't play with any sort of speed because I can't hold on to the stick good enough. I'm playing like dog shit. Of course, nobody fucking notices. Willis is like, oh, dude, it sounded great. Dude, what happened to your hand? There's blood all over my drums, dude. It looks like a fucking murder scene on my drums. Fucking sucked. I leave the stage. I run to the fucking back behind the bar. I go, do you guys got any paper towels, anything? Well, what seems to be? I go, I'm fucking my, I cut my hand earlier today at work and just playing right now. It recut it. I'm bleeding everywhere. I don't want to bleed all over your bar. Can you plead? Do you got anything? Oh, we got some paper towels. Like, no sort of, you know, urgency at all. Old crusty bartender at Winter's Tavern in Pacifica. But, which, by the way, I cut my hand, okay? And then I had to drive all the way to San Jose to pick up the gear and to pick up Willis because his dumbass isn't driving right now because of a DUI. That's his fucking story to tell. And we load up the gear, and then I got to drive from San Jose up to Pacifica. Okay? To Winter's Tavern. A lot of fucking, a lot of miles put on the old van this weekend. Rancho Cordova and back now to San Jose up to Pacifica. Bleed all over the fucking world up there. Get the van, get, get, get off the stage, get the gear out. Get the gear broke down. Get the gear back in the van. Drive back to San Jose to dump the gear off. Take Willis home and then come home. All the while, fucking gash, bleeding, fuck all. I come home. My hand is just stained red from blood. I got blood on my pants. Got blood on my shirt. 
clean up, get the gunk out of the wound. It's still bleeding. Try to put some more fucking liquid skin on there. I get it to stop enough that I could get a good swipe of the liquid skin and then, and then there was no more blood coming out. The liquid skin was able to dry enough to sort of clot it. And then I go to sleep. And of course, I got to wake up Sunday and go to work at the dentist office. The last day in the ongoing weekend sagas of getting of, of painting the dentist office. Uh, I wear a latex glove all day. I have no problems, no more bleeding. We get that fucking thing done. And then I was like, I wanted to go to a show. There was a big show happening in San Francisco on Sunday. Sepultura, Creator, and Death Angel were playing at the Regency Ballroom. My cousin Lorenzo had been calling me since Friday trying to figure out if I was going or not. I didn't realize that he was seeing if I was going to go because he, if I went, he wanted to go. I didn't pick up on what he was trying to lay down. Finally, I was like, dude, do you want to go? When he called me on Saturday. And he's like, yeah, dude, I, I, I think I want to go. I think I can go. I go, well, let's go. What the fuck are you doing? I'll go buy tickets right now. I'll buy them online. Well, hold on, hold on. I got to see, make sure it's cool with the wife or whatever. So I'm waiting all day Sunday to hear back from him, and I don't hear back from him. But the reason why I didn't hear back from him is because he realized that the show was actually sold out. We wouldn't be able to get tickets anyway. But he doesn't bother to tell me that. By the time I got off of work, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go to the show anyway. I didn't hear from him. Fuck him. I'm going to go anyway. And I'm looking online everywhere. It says tickets not available. I'm like, why the fuck are they not available? What's the matter? And then I hit a text a friend of mine that I knew was going, and she said that it was sold out. Well, that's why the tickets ain't. Why don't why don't when they say when they say tickets not available? Why don't they say sold out? Instead of me wondering why I can't get my grubby hands on some tickets, tell me why. Tell me why. Anyway, um, so I didn't go, which was fine. I was beat, tired, fucking worn out. Nice to take the evening off. I just got home from work, just fucking did nothing. Tried to watch some television, I think, but I don't even remember what I watched. Uh, Monday, Monday was a holiday, Memorial Day. Saw people's posts on social media confusing what the day really was. Um... A lot of salutes to veterans, which eh, it's not Veterans Day, but we are memorializing people that have served, that, has lo- that have lost their life, right? That's what Memorial Day is supposed to be, right? It's the dead soldiers, the dead veterans, whereas Veterans Day is the alive veterans, Memorial Day is the dead veterans. Um... I tried to get it together to go to work, and I just couldn't do it. I was just too fucking wiped out. I was just too fucking wiped out. So um, I felt I kind of slept most of the day on on Monday. Um, Holly 
who had uh, I went to that show uh, in, 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 in thanking me for driving her son to her and the dog offered to um, uh, make me dinner. So I went to Holly's house and had a lovely chicken soup that she made from scratch. It was great. We had a, a lovely evening of talking about comedy and life and whatever else. Um, and then today working all day. The reason why I'm doing the pot recording the podcast so late is because of this week having uh, a show on Wednesday and a show on Thursday. I had to reschedule a Zed rehearsal, so Zed rehearsal was tonight. We had a full squad, and we worked on some shit, and we were fucking cooking. We got a whole song done musically, and we go to record it just so we have a record of it in our little phone recording Dropbox. It's not even a phone recording. They got a nice little uh, handheld Zoom recorder. Not Zoom, the fucking video meeting thing. Uh, uh, Zoom is actually a product that makes recording handheld recording devices. And we use that when we uh, when we got ideas and we record, record them and then they get uploaded to a Dropbox that we all share. The last four bars of this tune, I break my bass drum head. So rehearsal has to get cut short because now I got to go buy a bass drum head for the kick drum that I use for Zed. It's not one thing, it's another. If it's not one thing, it's another. Uh, so yeah, that brings that's the whole wrap up of the week. Um, let's do. Do you want to get fucking into it? Do you want to get into it? Really? You want to fucking? You want to get into it, fool? Let's do one of these. Well, how about that, ladies and germs? Dirties of all ages. Um, reaction of the week. So every week I try to uh, check out a song on the Billboard Hot 100, which uh, are usually pop songs. Pop. Those are, that's the pop charts. I'm a fucking metalhead. I'm a fucking knuckle-dragon, fire-breathing metalhead. And I don't know shit about the songs on the pop charts. So every week I try to check in and see what's going on. Um, For some reason, the website was a little wonky because I don't think it updated from last week. It was the exact same um, songs on the charts, and it said the week of... um, Unless it was just exactly the same, and I didn't realize it, but I don't think it. I think it was. I think it was wonky. I think it was wonky. So, um, but I did find a song that I haven't checked out. Uh, we're gonna do a song by uh, an artist named Miguel, and the song is called "Sure Thing." However, when I was looking this up, there is a version of the song from 2010, but for whatever reason. Um, he released a single just recently of this song. So he re-released this song from 12 years ago, and it is now charting. Uh, there's a few different versions on this maxi single. 
but I believe the 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 version of the song that's charting is the original version. So you, maybe you've heard this song before. I don't think I have, but we're gonna find out. Uh, so here we go, uh, Miguel, a song called "Sure Thing." And I forgot to turn that channel back up. Let's fucking do that again. Let's get that up here. All right, let's see what's going on here. Maybe 12 years old Kind of as a breath of fresh air, huh? Like I mean, he's really singing There's no fucking vocoder on it The beat's nice Even though there's some 808s and shit But it's not It's, it's, it's got some movement Is this what's going to be the trend now? Re-release songs from fucking 12 or 15 years ago and try to fucking chart them? That tempo's nice. I like the tempo of the song even. I mean, that's baby. I mean, you can make some babies of this. You can make some babies. When I was looking, finding the song, there was like new versions, new versions of the song, and one of them said "sped up," which I thought was odd. song's not bad, yo. Only because like it all sound like all the other garbage that we've been checking out in the last fucking year or longer. You know what I mean? Like actually fucking had some movement, had a nice tempo, the beat was cool. The background music was not, you know, 
wasn't tuned 808 for a bass line. And he actually was singing. I mean, that's all fucking breath of fresh air as far as I'm concerned compared to the shit I've been hearing when I usually do the fucking reaction. Well, good job, Miguel. He looked like a... There was a picture of him for the cover of the, the cover art for the single. and He doesn't look like a Miguel. But, hey, you know, who am I to judge? Um, Speaking of judgment, I am judging you people. And um, I'm just getting... I'm just getting severely annoyed by people complaining about the weather. It's super odd to me, the complaints about the weather. Now, mind you, this year, especially here in the Bay Area, we haven't seen weather like this in a long time. But I've had to remind people over and over again that this winter that we just got out of was typical of the winters that we've had 20-plus years ago. It had been a long time since we had a winter like this. And I say it over and over again. It seemed like when I was a kid, from November to mid-March, Because it seemed like the weather would get better as it got closer to my birthday. (coughs) We would get rain. It would rain for a week at a time sometimes. But on average, it seemed like from November to mid-March, I remember having at least one day a week of rainy day recess. It's what it seemed like. It's what I remember. I don't know. I could be wrong. But um, this year, starting in January, actually the last week of December, and we just got a shit ton of rain, a shit ton of rain for most of the month of January and into February. Just a lot of weather, a lot of rain. In fact, Enough rain where they said we're out of the drought, which is great, but we haven't seen this is the, and I've said it before, this is the first time I heard anything about the goddamn Russian river. When I was a kid, every winter, every time it would rain, we'd hear about the Russian river flooding and overflowing, cresting. They'd have there was this one fucking bridge that they would show every year. They have some fucking asshole out there. Oh, you can see the water level right here. It's thirteen feet. If it gets to fourteen feet, this water's gonna be out in the street or whatever the fucking height was. I don't remember the numbers, but it would be a fucking always watching the Russian River. I'm watching it at this one bridge because it was gonna overflow and there'll be water in the streets. And I don't even know where that was. I don't even know what town that bridge was. But I remember hearing about the Russian River every time it fucking rained when I was a kid. I haven't heard about the Russian River in 25 years. But God damn it, this year I heard about the Russian River. Because we had that kind of rain. 
Um, and now it is settled into what used to be the textbook definition of Bay Area late spring, early summer. Cloudy till about noon. Every day. Clouds till about 11 o'clock, noon, maybe even 1 o'clock. And it would burn off and you'd have a beautiful day the rest of the day. That has been happening now for about a week. Maybe two weeks. Clouds in the morning. Sometimes it burns off early. It burns off about 9.30 or 10. I'm hearing people bitch about the clouds in the morning. What is this? Every morning it's cloudy. I, are you fucking serious? I know you. Person complaining on the social media. I've known you a long time. You've lived in the Bay Area all your life. You don't fucking remember that this is how it used to be? How dare you forget? You know that old quote? That old quote that apparently fucking Hemingway said, but apparently he didn't actually say it. But there's that old quote that no one knows who the fuck said it. The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. The reason why is because it would be fucking cloudy until noon. Or San Francisco's fogged in all goddamn day in the late spring, early summer. It doesn't get hot in the Bay Area until late August into September. And then we get a small little cooling thing and then we get one more blast of heat in the middle of October and we get our first rain almost always on Halloween. That's how it's always been. Cold, rainy, from Thanksgiving through December through January into February, into March. Finally get some spring days in March. The sun would come out. Start. It wouldn't be as wet. But then we'd get a few fucking more storms in April. And then finally it stopped. No more rain. Nice spring days through May. And then as it got into fucking late May, early June, cloudy in the morning. Until 10, 11, 12 o'clock. That's how it's always been. That's how it always was. I'm super stoked that I'm seeing that right now. I love it. Only because it's what it's supposed to be. And people complaining about it is fucking stupid. Complaining about the weather at all is stupid. Oh, this is crazy weather we're having. I don't like it. When's when's this rain gonna stop? It rained. I just getting really tired of this rain. Well, go fucking move somewhere where it doesn't rain at all. We haven't got this is bananas. You know, complain about the. We haven't got any fucking rain in twenty five years, and you're gonna complain about the rain because it was went fucking a week. I don't get it. I don't understand what the fuck people are thinking. It's not going the way I want it to go, so it is bad. Shut the fuck up. 
doesn't, doesn't fucking, it's the weather. It's it it changes. It melts. It morphs. It does different shit. The Earth is warming. It we're in a warming trend. How much humans have contributed to that warmth? You can't figure out. They can't figure it out. They know we've contributed somehow to the warming, but we don't know how much. But it is evident that we have contributed, but we just don't know how much we've accelerated. And they're saying it. They're saying it's going to be the hottest summer ever, because we've had the wettest winter ever, or the wet. I don't. I don't know. How about it's just fucking average? How about it's like it used to was. Nice wet winter. Cloudy half days. For the late spring, early summer. Have high 80s, low 90s until about September. Bump that shit up to over 100 for a week or so in September. Drop it back down. One more blast of heat in October. And then give me that first rain on Halloween. And I will be fucking happy that shit is back to normal. At least maybe for a little while. Until this global warming shit throws it back into a fucking being all weird and no rain for fucking 15, 20 years at a time. Maybe we go even longer. Maybe we go 30 years without any severe wet winters and then we'll really be fucked. Then it, then we really will be fighting for water and living in a fucking California that is burnt to a crisp. Because the fire season is going to last fucking Six months. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, how about um, how about we get out of here, huh? What do you think? What do you say? What do you say, folks? Earworm of the week. Sorry if that was too loud. Sorry if that was too loud, guys. Um, earworm of the week this week. Um, fucking simple. Simple. I heard the song, came in the shuffle, and fucking stuck in there. Just fucking lodged its fucking fat ass right into my head. I'm fucking bopping around with a little keyboard. There's a keyboard line in the intro. And that kind of is what's stayed in the old cranials. Um, Do me a favor. How about you uh, rate, review, subscribe? How about you go to the wherever you listen to the podcast, hit the fucking donate button. How about you send me some goddamn money? How about that? Loyal podcast listener. <laughs> My faithful dirties. Um, I think we're up to a good, uh, I think we're up to like 25 regular people that are checking this shit out every week, which is good because it was 15 for a long time. And now I think we're up to about 25. I'm getting uh, anywhere between 25 and 30 listens a week. <laughs> Which is silly because, you know, the bigger podcasts are fucking, you know, 100,000 downloads and shit like that. And here I'm fucking stoked on 25. Thank you for your patronage. How about that? Um. So, uh Yeah. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, go to um, send your 
suggestions and or complaints and grievances to Sean underscore boils at yahoo.com. Um, and remember the earworm of the week. Uh, if you go to the show notes, wherever you listen to the podcast, you can click on the link there. There is a link to the earworm of the week. It's every song that has been an earworm since I started doing the earworm feature on the podcast. This week's Earworm of the Week is a song called That Was Yesterday by Foreigner. This was um, like one of the last big hits that Foreigner had before they kind of went away. So uh, that's the song that's stuck in the old cranial this week. That was yesterday by Foreigner. Be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you dick knuckles next week.
fuck Stanton Avenue and fuck Ace Freely. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.